0: there, believers, my saints, my lovelies, my newcomers, everybody in between. Okay. This is Milan Milan. I thank you, thank you, thank you for joining today. We are book two in the book of Joe. So chapter two, book of Joe. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay tuned and let's go. Right, guys thanks 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 um for being here for believers non believers um all of us saints all of us all of us i hope that covered everybody right we are talking about joel 2 today um we spoke about um in joel 1 and basically we know the book of joel he was a minor prophet right and he spoke of warning and repentance to um, the kingdom of Judah, particularly the southern king of Judah. All right, so just want to get that out, but let's get right to Joel. So, Joel 2, and I have a key verse for us a little bit later, but Joel 2 right here the day of the Lord. Okay, the day of the Lord. Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Like the morning clouds spread over the mountains, a people come great and strong. The like of whom has never been, nor will ever be any such after them. Even for many successive days. Generations. A fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like swift steeds, so they run. With a noise like chariots over the mountaintops, they leap like the noise of a flaming fire that devours the stubble, like a strong people set in battle array. Before them, the people rife in pain. Our faces are drained in color. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation and they do not break ranks." They do not push one another. Everyone marches on in his own column. Though they lunge between the weapons, they are not cut down. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb into the houses. They enter at the windows like a thief. The earthquakes before them, the heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army for his camp is very great for strong is the one who executes his word for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible who can endure it a call to repentance. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babes. Let the bridegroom grow out of his from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the people, where is their God? And the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and, and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make a reproach among the nations, but I will remove far from you the northern army, and I will drive him away in a barren and desolate land. With his face toward the eastern sea and his back toward the western sea, his stench will come up and his foul odor will rise because he has done monstrous things. Fear not, O Lamb, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pasture are springing up and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years of the swarming locusts has eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, the chewing locusts, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. God's Spirit poured out and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and daughters shall prophesy. your old men shall drink dreams your young men shall see visions and also on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth blood and fire and pillars of smoke The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls. All right, you guys. This is where we are. This is going to be the key verse for us. Joel 2, 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions okay so this is where we at Um, at my trusty commentary of the old testament right so pouring out of the spirit resulting in prophecy dreams and visions in israelite practice anointing was a sign of election and closely often closely related to endowment by the spirit therefore one could speak of being anointed with the spirit or the spirit being poured out in Mesopotamia the king was seen as and being endowed with the spirit of the gods the visible representation of the Deity. in hebrew the word for spirit can also mean wind wind as in w-i-n okay in the ancient near east the word for wind or spirit was used in connection with dreams and visions as early as sumerian times the god of dreams was named the winds the akkadian name of the god who brought dreams which was derived from the word when spirit. Thus, there is a long tradition of association between spirit and revelation through dreams and vision, which often leads to prophecy. Now, that's the commentary. When I'm telling you, Malan is telling you, you who's listening, this is God's spirit poured out. Okay? This is not anyone else. The Most High. This is His Spirit being poured out. His Spirit poured out. That's literally what it's titled. God's Spirit poured out. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophecy. Your old men shall see dreams. Your young men shall see visions. So, what I'm going to say is I myself um, and both of my elder children have had dreams my son has had visions I myself have had visions so in the book of Job 228 I will tell you that it's very true and personally have experienced having dreams as well as visions. God's word is true and will never return void. He will warn his people. You hear me? He will warn his people of destruction to come. The closer you draw to the Most High, the more you know of Him, the more He will feed you of His Word and provide understanding. At the end of the day, it is truly about a relationship with Him. It's never been a religion. It's always relationship. So what do we do in relationships? We learn about one another, right? We spend time with one another. We respect one another. So God has already done that. Yah has already. He knows you. So he's not learning of you. You're learning of him. Him. He definitely respects you. He literally made you in his image. On top of the fact you have free will. Right. And spending time with you, he ain't never left your side, like ever. So now that's on us. How much time are we spending with him? How much time are we reading our love letters? How much are we really in his word? How much are we spending time before the throne of the most high praying for others? Destruction is coming to this world. Some would say it's already here. Just look at the news. And I personally say by the time Maine stream news hits it it's already too late okay because it's obviously been happening that's a whole nother topic but this world does not mean any of us any good only the most high he is the only one who truly truly loves will provide and will protect He is our only salvation. So I say that to say. Bust open them Bibles. Okay. Dust them off. Buy one. Whatever the situation is. Get in your word. Get close to the most high. He is returning soon. He will. And he has. Warned. The only thing next, after the warning, comes destruction. Just like the children of of, uh, Israel, when they were in Egypt, when the plagues were coming to Pharaoh and all of the Egyptians, the ones who were saved from his wrath was his people. Read about the first passover. How they put the blood of the lamb on the door and death passed their house. It was the tenth plague. And it went straight to the Egyptians, the enemies of our God, the most high. Stay tuned because we're not done. We got one more chapter in the book of Joel. I love you, love you, love you. Go in peace. Always understand that you are a reflection of your father. You should be. You should be. And for anyone who has not chosen him yet, there is no time like the present. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow is not promised. Tonight is not promised. Matter of fact, the very next moment, the very second, it's not promised. It's nowhere in Scripture will you ever see how long you have to live on this earth. You've done it your way. It doesn't matter what the sin is. He will forgive you. If you truly come with a repentant heart. And you truly seek after him. Go in peace. And stay tuned. (laughs) For the third book in the book of Job. guys, thanks so much for um, today. We got through part two. So tonight we're going to do Joel three. And Joel three is God judges the nations. All right. So remember, the book of Joel is about warning. It's about repenting. And this was to the southern kingdom of Judah, okay? But now, because we're at the end of the book, it's talking about God judging the nations, all right? But it's also talking about God blessing his people. So stay tuned. We'll go over it at midnight. February 18th, midnight. That's when we're going to go over it. All right. I hope this was a blessing. I hope that this is something that has been enjoyable for you to read, an eye opener, or maybe a refresher for you. Or even if it was just something that was brand new, I hope that you were able to glean from it, you know, learn from it, take it back to the Father, pray on it, do some studying for yourself on it. Because that's what we should be doing is not just reading and not just hearing, but literally studying and trying to get a true understanding what our Father is saying through his words um, and his love letters that we so eloquently have. So um, just pray about everything. Take everything to the Father. And um, share his love. Share his love with someone because he shared his love with you. Right? So share his love with someone. And go in peace.